Hey, why not the podcast? Lent up early edition. Pastor Wolfmuller they're here today is ooh, April the 5th. Year of our Lord 2022. Uh, here's a little devotion on the blood of Jesus and um, a great question about Thanksgiving and um, and the Lord's Prayer. Here you go. Here's a little devotion on the blood of Jesus. Just looking at 1 Corinthians 5, where it talks about how Christ is our Passover lamb, and remembering that in the Old Testament, at the first Passover, the Lord commanded the people through Moses to to sacrifice the lamb, to kill the lamb, and to take the blood and put it on the doorpost, and the angel of death would pass over. So Jesus' blood, who he who is the Passover lamb, that all the other lambs in Egypt were preaching, his blood repels death. His blood, 1 John chapter 1, washes away sin. His blood, 1 Peter 1, purchases our redemption. His blood, Revelation 12, overcomes the devil. They overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of the testimony. His blood cries out for mercy. It says this in Hebrews. He cries out a better thing than the blood of Abel. Abel's blood for vengeance called, but Christ's blood calls out for forgiveness. His blood is God's blood. That's what it says in Acts chapter 20. This is Peter's beautiful sermon to the, oh, it's an ordination sermon for all these pastors training in Ephesus. And he says, tend to the flock, which God purchased with his blood, the blood of, can you, the blood of God. And that blood is poured out for you for the forgiveness of sins. Matthew 26, as Jesus institutes the supper, take and drink. This is the blood of the New Testament poured out for you for the forgiveness of sins. So we rejoice in this blood of Jesus. That is our life and our hope and our peace. And if you can think of more blood of Jesus verses or more things the blood of Jesus does, uh, send me a note. Fantastic. And God be praised. Here's a question from David about Thanksgiving and the Lord's Prayer. He says, I'm not sure what to make of this. God sends his one and only son to earth for one lifetime. His disciples ask him only one time how to pray, and Jesus only gives one answer, and it doesn't seem to include thanks. Upon reading the small catechism, my best understanding is that we pray to receive our daily bread with thanksgiving. We pray will we be thankful each day. But during the Lord's Prayer, we don't actually offer thanks to God we only ask for things. Like I said, I'm not sure what to make of this. Maybe I'm misunderstanding things or missing the point, or maybe Jesus did this with some purpose in mind. Any insight into this would be helpful. God's peace be with you. Thank you, David. God's peace be with you. Uh, I've wondered about this same thing as well. So, But a couple of corrections. So uh, twice Jesus gives the Lord's Prayer. Uh, once his disciples ask in Luke 11, teach us how to pray. And, but he also teaches the Lord's Prayer on the Sermon on the Mount. So we have two different Lord's Prayers. They're I mean, very, very similar. One petition is missing in Luke. Um, a couple of the vocab words are different. So different occasions, slightly different prayer. And that teaches us that the Lord's Prayer is not only the words to say, but also the forms, the petitions to ask. 
But especially here, I'm thinking about, well, and let me just say this before we get too far into the Lord's Prayer. Remember that the Lord um, prayed often and often gave thanks. So um, I'm just remembering, for example, in Matthew, where Jesus says, I thank you, my Father, that you have hidden these things from the wise and you've revealed them to children. Uh, so Jesus was always thanking the Father. And also Jesus gave us the Psalms. So it's not like the only words that we have from Jesus are the words that he spoke from his incarnate mouth. No, every word of the Bible is from Jesus, and he teaches us to pray, give thanks, to lament, and so forth. When we study the Psalms of Paul, which is a beautiful study, 16 times, Paul tells us what he prays for, and half of those are thanksgiving. He's thanking the Lord for giving to the church faith, love, and hope, always these three. So, but when it gets to the Lord's Prayer, uh, here's the conundrum that I want to put to you, is if you look in Luke 11, the disciples say, Lord, teach us to pray. He teaches them to pray. And then afterwards, he says, uh, as a conclusion to the Lord's Prayer, so God will give the Holy Spirit to all who ask him. Now, here's the problem. There's no petition, Lord, give us the Holy Spirit. <laughs> so so the Lord Jesus assumes that the prayer, the petitions of the Lord's Prayer are prayers for the Holy Spirit, even though they're not directly for that. And so Jesus himself gives us a hint that the things that we're praying for in the Lord's Prayer, the petitions that we're presenting to him, are perhaps a lot more expansive than we would think at first glance that there's a lot of things included so that when we're praying for his kingdom to come and his will to be done, when we're praying for his name to be hallowed, we're praying for the Holy Spirit. When we're asking to be led not into temptation, but to be delivered from evil, we're praying for the Holy Spirit who does that work. And so there's a lot more happening sort of under the hood of the Lord's prayer than we might expect. And Thanksgiving is there. Even in the, I would say, in the very first words, the recognition that Jesus is our, uh, 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 our brother who brings us into the family of God, into this, uh, he, that when we pray our Father, that we are standing alongside Jesus, addressing God as not our judge or our doomer or our destroyer, but as our Father, and we as children, that this is the beginning of an overwhelming joy and thanksgiving. John can hardly contain himself. First uh, John chapter three: Behold, what manner of love the Father has given unto us, that we should become the children of God. And all that's included in that, the Lord taking away our sin, and and bringing us. Uh, the hope of eternal life and opening to he heaven for us so that we live with him in this life and in the life to come. It's, it's all a, um, in the context of great thanksgiving. So, uh, so David, I think you're right in, in paying careful attention to this. And uh, I think there's even more to be found under, under the hood of the Lord's prayer as we think about it. And uh, 
And I think Jesus tells us that when he, when he reminds us that we're praying always for the Holy Spirit. So I hope that's helpful for you. Great question. Uh, glad to see you thinking theologically about these things. Really quite wonderful. Uh, God be God be praised, and, and may the Lord continue to bless and keep. Thanksgiving is so important. It it just reorients us. Instead of always looking at the undone things of tomorrow, it it looks at the completed things of yesterday, and instead of looking at ourselves, it looks to the Lord and what He's done. Thanks. I there's something really profound where when Paul says in first. No, in Romans chapter 1, one of the marks of the pagan mind is it lacks thankfulness. So the Christian is giving thanks in all circumstances. This is the will of God for us. It's wonderful. I uh, I used to have a little sign that I wrote that said, First thanks, reflecting on Paul in Romans where he says, First, I thank the Lord. And I put that on my dashboard now. First thanks. Just a couple days ago, just to remind me when I get in the car, the first thing to do is to be thankful. It makes, you know, life is better. Anyway, I was working on this a text, 1 Corinthians chapter 5 this morning. It's an Easter text because I'm writing the Around the Word devotions for uh, Easter week. I don't know if you know, guys know about the Around the Word devotions. I haven't talked about them that much, but we started this project years ago where each week we send out a free PDF that it's a prints out as a little booklet. On the front has the order of devotion, basically the morning and evening prayers from the catechism, the order of devotion from the catechism. On the back, it has um, a couple of things from the week, the hymn of the week, psalm of the week, verse of the week. Uh, even the melody of the hymn is printed there for you, uh, the prayer of the week. And then in the middle, it has a, a daily reading and a little paragraph devotion. So, um, so I'm writing... In fact, on on the week of uh, two weeks after Easter, so I'm working on that this morning, one day late, but I think I'll finish today. You can download those for free. You can sign up and get them emailed to you for free uh, if you go to whatdoesthismean.org. Uh, that's the old around the word devotion site, and hit the devotions button and put your name in there, and you can sign up. It's a great little project, a great little helpful thing for you. So, if you enjoy this, what not the podcast, you'll probably really enjoy that over there um i think that's all for today thanks for being part of the fun and uh lord willing we'll uh we'll talk to you tomorrow uh keep in touch wolfmuller.co slash contact is the way to do that god's peace be with you